0: Hello, welcome back. hope you have all had a good week. I had a pretty different week this week. I had my wisdom teeth out on Monday and it's like completely and utterly thrown me off for everything else that has followed this week. Like I haven't done any training, like I haven't been to the gym, um, coached way less than I normally do. Only did um only did one session, like one football session, um and one in person P T session. Um and I think it's just like had a much bigger effect on me than I thought it would, like uh, just like sort of general fatigue that comes with I guess being under general anesthetic. Um like I've just had less energy and things have taken me longer. And like, even like during conversations, I had a couple of meetings and I was like, <laughs> trying to figure out the words. And it took me a little bit of time to get them out. Um I'm recording this on, on Friday. Um, and yeah, just been pretty thrown off by it all. Um, worth doing, like the pain I, got from my wisdom teeth when it was bad was far and away the worst pain i've ever experienced i'd describe it as wanting to be sick and cry simultaneously and your whole head just like throbbing i guess dreadful um so i know that it's a bit of a process to like feel not in pain and just like feel back to normal but it's definitely worth it although at football on Wednesday someone said that it took them three and a half weeks to feel normal again and they had to be <laughs> their housemate had to go to uh, go to the shops to buy them painkillers because the corner shop had stopped serving them painkillers so hopefully I won't get to that point I've only had one out it is mad to me that you could have had that people have all four that does seem like that would be really, really tough. Um, but yeah, that's been that's been my week really. Couple of uh I guess like good good things in the works, some coaching stuff which I'm excited about. I think um, hopefully by the end of the calendar year it'll all be a bit clearer for me and I'll be able to have a have a better sense of what of what 2023 is going to look like in terms of in-person coaching, online coaching, um, where my areas of focus are going to be in terms of like personal development. And then also like what the priorities are at Cuffley and at Goldecker's and at Ballers and, and Palace and elsewhere. So, um, so that's where I'm at with, with all of that. Um, this is a really like fun episode for me to do like it's so rare I get to just chat to my mates about football. Um and that's what Hayden and I Hayden and I did here. Um got so like into the conversation I actually just like forgot some of the parameters I set out at the start which I think is fine. Like it's it's ultimately fine. It doesn't really matter. Um the kind of things I said that would uh, be in play would be that we couldn't have more than three players from a single club well we've got f- four from a couple of teams um we'd have a coach completely forgot to choose a coach and mm. we'd uh play 433 which we do still play with the caveat of like when players come off the bench we might need to change the shape of the team in order to get uh, in in order to affect the game the way that we want to. But yeah, it's a, it's one for it's one for anyone who's enjoyed the Premier League thus far this year. And if you've got opinions about players, I think this is one for you. It's a pretty hefty one. It's over an hour. Um, so I'd say this is like yeah, Sunday walk. You're out with the dog. Or you're putting you're putting it on as you make breakfast, have a have a decaf, you know. That's the that's the kind of uh, scenario I'm imagining you're listening to this one in. Um, Hayden, thanks so much for coming on. Really, really fun to chat to you um, and to catch up. We will we'll do it again. I'm sure at some point very soon. Um, Team of the year. Thus far in the Premier League, uh, with me and Hayden, it is next. Hayden Thomas, aka the most rational Liverpool fan I know. That's right. Sounds about right. <laughs> Something like that. Um, Something I'd say. Yeah, I'd say you probably watch as much football as
1: anyone I know. Yes, I try to. I try to. You... To be fair, recently I've not, I've not watched much. I've been, I've been, a, I've been a sad man when it comes to football. My team's been letting me down. And okay. I've just been watching Liverpool games oh. and feeling a bit sad. But well, I catch the highlight. <laughs> catch the highlights.
0: Well, I'm about to take your opinion in to. Well, I'm about to like value it, so don't tell me you haven't watched any football because I'm about to, I'm about yeah, to well, value hey, what well, you're I've about watched to say. Yeah, what football?
1: But like, I'm, I'm like not as invested as as I might say. That's that's better. I'm not. I've not been as invested. I've been sort of like, how you feel all the time being a Tottenham fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but is that? Do you think that's just because there's other things going on in your life? Because I definitely feel that this year.
1: Yeah, and also I think the World Cups sort have of made it feel like a funny year sort of I can understand like especially like the Arsenal fans out there they're even like the ones I've spoken to they're not too excited just yet but like the World Cup's gotta happen and then we'll see where we are because the World Cup can change a lot. It's a strange one to have in the winter. So yeah. Yeah yeah
0: we'll see as as a as a way to go but I also felt like this is quite a fun exercise to do particularly like coming up on like, I mean 15 games for most teams like half a season. Um, yeah. there's like a decent enough sample size to be able to get a sense of who's been really, really good. And that's the, like, I think that's the aim of this is like to get to the end and have, I think, 11 starters and then a bench of seven players who we're like, they've been really, really good. Um, and I ho- I think, I imagine we'll have some crossover. Hopefully we'll have some disagreements as well because that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, and what I would think would be really good fun is like if, Either of us have players that the other one hadn't even considered. Like that, that could be. Yes. Could be good. That, fun. Yeah, yeah.
1: And to be fair, I think I've got one. I think
0: I've got one that you might not have. Okay, great. Um, the like parameters for this then I said were you can't have more than three players from a single team. Um, yeah. we're playing four three three because that's how, yeah. uh, that's oh, how that's Arsenal play, and they're like. I mean, they have been brilliant. Like they're the team of the season so far. So we've got to play yes. the way that they want to play. Um, and I think I had one more, one more thing to take into question, uh, which was, oh, we could have a coach of the year as well. Yes, yes. So, so we'll think about you, who that is. Do you, to, do you want to start with a coach or do you want to end with the coach? Mm, what do you reckon? I feel like end with the coach. Okay. I'm a coach though, so I think bring that's
1: really important. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, bring the coach in at the end. Yeah, He's yeah, got you're to right. Put the players out of the pitch, get them performing well. Exactly,
0: exactly. Um, okay. Let's go. We'll start goalkeeper.
1: Yes. Do you want to go first? I've got, I've gone yeah, I'll go first. I'll go first in on this one. I've gone Allison in goal. <laughs> okay. And it's not even like obviously it's gonna sound it's gonna sound crazy. Um, because Liverpool are doing so great but if it's not for Alisson we would be just in a terrible terrible position and it was a real toss-up between him and Pope because I know Pope currently's got the most clean sheets I think for me Pope's England's number one he should be starting for England but I just think Alisson is like he's a much better goalkeeper than Pope I think he's the best goalkeeper definitely in the league and maybe even in the world at the moment I think obviously Close to him, like Courtois, still Neuer's in there, but I think he's just that level above, and he he proves it with the saves that he makes Oh, unbelievable, reliable man.
0: Okay, so that's that, so that's the case for Anderson. What's your why? Why why is Nick Pope in there for you?
1: Again, like Pope Pope's been Pope's been solid for for Newcastle. They've I think as a team they're doing really really well there's there's not much change from their team from from last season who weren't that great and i think a lot of it is down to them being a little bit better defensively and pope just seems to have a little bit more like confidence in himself and he just i thought he was a good goalkeeper anybody he was at um burnley but i think that, that step to to newcastle and just proving how good of a goalkeeper he is he's not great with his feet but it doesn't really matter because he's a very good shot stopper. It helps being like he's like six foot five or six, so he's massive, isn't he? So that yeah. does help.
0: In, in I don't know if you've watched any of the like England like behind the scenes stuff, but he just towers over everyone. Yeah. He's so big, <laughs> massive. So big. He um he actually went. I went to Spurs Newcastle, and uh, he's one of those ones like now and again you have it when you go to a game and you see someone. I remember like the first time I saw Giroud play live, I was just like he's just so big. It just looks even bigger than it is on telly. Pope was the same. It's just like takes up the whole goal with these like massive long arms and massive head. <laughs> um okay. So Alison, Alison, okay, Pope. So I had Pope. For me, it was between Pope and also and Raya for uh for Brentford. Oh yeah. Brentford.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um I think I think for me it's between between those two. I mean, I looked at some so some some numbers on Pope, like Pope. Like his like save rate is like as as high as anyone's, pretty much. Um he's also having to do like he does the highest the highest of anyone's, right? He's he yeah. get, he he does some stuff that like other goalies might not have to do. So like he's got the most like high claims, which is like he's massive. So it makes sense that he would have that, but he's still got it. Um like he comes out and he sweeps quite a lot behind them. Um, so he's so he's got some stuff there. It's funny looking at his like kind of passing numbers compared to Allison's. They're like they're obviously nowhere near in terms of like the the, <laughs> the way he's in. Like Allison's on four hundred and twenty five passes, which is like most midfielders haven't even got that. Um, and his pass completions obviously way way up on Pope's because Pope's playing like I guess slightly longer passes. But um, but yeah, I think. I think uh I think I'm 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 okay giving it to Pope. And I also feel like he's probably not gonna start for England, which makes me feel like
1: we should pick him. Yes. Um, um yeah. Well, do you know what? As as I had Pope as my as my two, and you've got mentioned well. We'll go we'll we'll go with Pope because I, it was it was like I was picking between the two of them anyway. And I think my Liverpool, my Liverpool heads Went on when I ended up picking Allison just because, for me, he has helped us out so much. Saves like even um, our last game against Southampton. Yeah, Southampton. Like he made three fantastic saves, which kept us in the game. And then ended up we obviously went on to win. But yeah, he's he's top quality. But Pope, I think yeah, Pope. We'll go Pope. Pope, okay, we'll has go been Pope. great. Most clean, yeah. most clean sheets so. as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think a quick word for Raya, I he's got the most saves, which is that counts for something if you're if you're a goalie. He's making loads of saves. I'm not sure how I'm not sure how other keepers would be able to like deal with the kind of positions that he's in. Do you know what I mean? Like he's like very he has to do quite a lot for, for Brentford and he does it. Um and Yeah and he's just...
1: relatively short, isn't he? He's a short keeper. He's a shortkeeper and he's he's a good he's a good keeper. And I think yeah. I think he'll start for Spain. That's what it's... yeah. I was looking at the quick quick tangent. <laughs> yeah, that bit. Spanish team's a bit crazy. The yeah. Spa-
0: but have you seen this, the depth at Spanish goalkeeper? De Gea's like sixth choice.
1: Yeah, I know it's crazy. It's crazy. Um
0: so yeah, I think Pope so Pope starts, and then if we really want to argue about who the backup goalie is, I'd push for Raya and you'd push for Allison. But for yeah. now, for now, Pope's the goalie. Cool. Um yes. do you want to go left back or right back?
1: Uh we'll go we can go right back and you can tell me yours first. You cool. Uh we'll right back it.
0: I right back I've gone trippier. Um I think he's been like I think he's had as big a role to play in a team that anyone's played this year. Um, again I'm like, very heavily influenced by when I see players like in person but just like so much of what Newcastle uh, are about seems to like come from him and I think that's pretty like there's not many fullbacks who like have that kind of influence on the game even if it's not necessarily on their side they might not even touch the ball a lot like it might get played over to them and they've just got to like like bring it under control and then pop it into midfield or drop it off to the centre back, but he just seems to do that really, really well. And yeah, I that for me, for me, it's 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 Trippier at right back, but I'm I'm open to suggestions there.
1: I've gone Trippier right back. Okay. It wasn't even it wasn't even close to me for with anybody else. I just think he's like he's so integral for that Newcastle team. Like without him, it, they don't. I don't think they would look the same. He he's a big leader, from what I've seen. He's like he fights like for everything. The other when they played against um, when they played Southampton, they beat Southampton four 0 and like he was doing so much down that right hand side. He like picked up a little knock. He kept on going. Like he did. He, like, he just doesn't stop. And obviously Liverpool fan, I love Trent, but Trippier has just been like attacking and defensively fantastic, I think he's created the most chances as a defender as well this this season Um, I'm pretty sure he has or he might he's up there anyway but yeah, he's he's good and I don't see how he doesn't start for England, especially with Walker not being fit and James out, I don't think Trent will get that position
0: yeah, yeah, we'll see. He's got the he's got the most dangerous passes by like the kind of right, basically like the right. If you imagine, you, imagine you split the opposition half into three thirds, like their goal, the middle, yeah, and just yeah. over the halfway line. He's got the most dangerous passes from the middle right area where you'd probably expect yeah, the yeah. right back to be. Um, so, so yeah, okay, cool. We agree on him. Let's do let's do yes. centre backs. Do do your pair but, of centre backs. Okay, so I've gone Saliba and. Okay. Okay. Nice. All right. So Saliba, we agree on. We can just talk about how great he is for a bit, though, because he's unbelievable.
1: It, I couldn't believe it. Like when I wasn't sure he he, he did he did really well in Marseille last year on loan, and I was thinking it's the it's that old thing. It's, like it's the French league, and you shouldn't really do it because obviously you great players come to the French league, great players play in the French league. But you're thinking, is it going to be the same when he comes here? And he sort of reminds me of like a young, a young Van Dyke. Like he's so composed, he's so strong. People find it hard to get past him. And he he'll make like I think he's made like maybe two mistakes. Don't doesn't phase him. He made mistakes, he scored an own goal, which I think the player behind him was going to score anyway. And it didn't phase him. He just was straight back up, getting stuck in, doing everything you want your centre back to be big, strong. He's fast, he's good on the ball. Just a very good player. And he plays alongside Gabriel, who's a bit of a hothead, so he's got to keep him under control.
0: Yeah. He I think from watching that game when they played Palace, I think he got that that was the first game. I think they won I, I think they won 3-0, kept a clean sheet, but he, he got mad yeah. in the match. He like it just looked like he was like created in a lab to play centre back in the Premier League. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like he just did everything well. I was yeah. chatting to one of my uh, one of my friends is an Arsenal fan and he was um, talking about having seen him play live. I haven't seen him play live yet. And he was saying, like, there's stuff that he'll do where, like, he'll step up to play the the striker offside. So they're offside, but the play carries on. Then he'll turn, sprint back, catch them up, tackle them, keep possession, and then the offside flag will go up. And it's just like, how are you supposed to score against yeah. him?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely That's like similar.
0: Like when Van Dyke had that stretch, I think he's he's kind of yeah. entering that sort of realm already, which is mad given yeah. it's his first year. And he's he's, he's like is he twenty one or twenty
1: two? I think he's twenty one. Yeah, he's he's so young. Like if you're if you're if you're French and you're like, well, wow, we've got Saliba and we've got Canate, who uh-huh. is on. I don't. I don't think Canate is as good as Saliba. Last year I would have would have been saying yeah Canate, but I can't say that now because Saliba's just but Canate as well. Them two French, the French Football Federation. They're happy boy. They've no. got centre back partnership for years.
0: And I know, obviously, different conversation, but and that their midfield is just like ready made replacement. <laughs>
1: it, what's crazy? Like normally, when after the teams just won a World Cup, that sort of squad might be like coming to an end. Like it happened with Italy. It happened with Germany, Spain. Like they sort of like filtering out, and that's why the next World Cup, they didn't get through to the the uh, past the group stages, I think France do. I, I, I'd be surprised if France were in the semi-finals or even in the finals. Mm. Do you want to talk about Gaye? I will talk about Gaye because see, I've been speaking to my dad a lot about Gaye because my dad really, really rates him. Like he thinks he's like he was saying he should be in the England squad. Like he's it, he can't believe he wasn't in contention, and I agree because like Cody being in there is a bit. That was a bit crazy and not, not for gay. I, I just think again, he's another one who's who's young. He's just like he's good. He's again, he's 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 good on he's good on the ball and he's he's confident. And you play in a palace team who like quite often they're they're up against it at the back. And I think he does do a really, really good job in there. And I feel like I don't hear many people talking about him. And my dad was saying this to me, and I thought, okay, go on, let me um let me indulge you and I'll actually go have a look at, at him. And I was just like watching some of the Palace games and I just think, yeah, he's a good, he's a good, him and Anderson as well as a partnership is very, very good. Okay. I think they, so, work, they work really well together.
0: So my centre back pairing is Saliba and then I, it was two of, uh, sorry, Saliba, two of Saliba, Anderson. Uh, let, and I think Tarkovsky's got to get a mention as well because I think he's doing some some in, some interesting stuff. But yeah, so if we look at Anderson and Gay side by side, it's a really interesting pairing because like Gay's pass completion is like eighty nine percent, which is like yeah, pretty <laughs> pretty high. Um, like they're both playing like quite a few forward passes. Um, they're like yeah, I mean I think Gay probably as a result of Anderson probably has to do some stuff that ideally he wouldn't have to like I think he's had five yellow cards already um, which might I don't know without having like seen all of them my sense would be that like maybe Anderson is like the one who kind of drops off a bit and kind of covers and gay might have to be like a bit more like combative but then saying that Anderson like wins quite a lot of aerial battles he's got more header clearances more like aerial jewels, one than
1: than Gay, um, but there, yeah, and, it's an and interesting pairing. Like Anderson's obviously it's a different sport. But he's got that that quarterback pass. That's what he's got. If he's got that time and space, he will play that long ball, and it will be a very good long ball. And that's like when you play against Palace, you got to look out for. You can't give him too much time on the ball. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Like, I think yeah, Gay's a bit more like getting stuck. He's, he's quicker of the two as well. I think Anderson obviously knows he's not fast. So he he would rather maybe give someone a bit of space or if the ball's in the air, he's going to win that header. And, uh, and he plays, they play to that. I think they, they try to play to their strengths and sometimes like it's difficult because uh, Palace aren't the best team. I think their midfield's not great. And when you, sometimes when your midfield's not doing the best things, it sort of makes the centre-backs have to do a little bit more. And that might be, I've actually not seen like all of Gay's cards as well to, to, to be like, oh yeah, okay, this is what happened. Similar to you, but um was Anderson one of your your picks then? As he, yeah, as I think
0: I think Anderson's got a case to go in, but I'm 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 pleased you mentioned Gay because like I, th- I think well the fact that they, like we've we've said players that play for the same team is is pretty interesting. I wanted to um, to mention uh, Tarkovsky as well um because he oh my things loading and it's not loaded properly because it's got stats alongside each other he's like basically like he's he's he- he's ahead of everyone in like blocks and interceptions and he's doing that for a team where he has to do that all the time like there's a lot of defending that has to be done if you play for Everton and I think he does it like pretty pretty well I think this is where we could also start thinking like as a pairing like who do you want alongside Saliba Um, but yeah, so where are we here with uh, with Tarkovsky? Like Gay's got the like more passes, better pass completion. He's like been on the ball more, which I think makes sense. Um, but yeah, like blocks Tarkovsky 38, 24 interceptions, like nine successful tackles, more clearances, more headed clearances, more like aerial battles won. Like he's got that kind of like I'm happy to be a defender type vibe about him. Um, which I think maybe next to Saliba, I quite quite like.
1: Yeah, but I, the thing with like he's he has to do more, like you said, because Everton aren't Everton aren't great, and I don't know if it's down to players or tactics that are hurting them. And I do when when they appointed Frank in the first place, i think thinking it might not have been the best move for them anyway, because he obviously struggled at Chelsea and he had what he needed to sort of try to be quite successful. So going to a team at Everton who were struggling, for him, I think that made made it harder. And then also for the Everton players, they just seem... I don't know what it is, because they actually have a good team. Like they don't have a team that should be down where they are in the league. So I didn't even think of putting any of their players... Into my team, obviously you're you're saying he's done a lot and he has done a lot. He's being like a like you said, like a proper centre back, yeah. doing the job.
0: But then I but- think that it also matters that like he's you know like Palace are probably well I'd I'd, I'd hope and expect Palace to probably finish above Everton. Like I'm pretty I'm yeah. happy like rewarding the players who are like having whose teams are having better years in in certain cases. I think less less put a pin in that in Gay Anderson, I think it's gonna be one of those two and I think maybe by the end we can what we can decide. You know
1: what? I I, I think I, I could go with I could actually go with Anderson because he was like he was my other one who I was like thinking to be to be in there. So I'm 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 happy to say to say Anderson because yeah. Okay. Like, Saliba Anderson Anderson with those long passes and Saliba making sure nothing I goes I past the That, yeah. <laughs> that okay, be nice. Um, all right then, left back. You can go first. I think this is my first controversial one. I think okay, well, so it's
0: be- it's between two players for me, uh, Aaron Cresswell and Cancelo, and I think I'm yeah. going to put Cancelo in because I just don't think that there's another player who can like do what he does really in the Premier League and like if you if we wanted him to play midfield he could play midfield for us I think if we wanted him to play on the other side or play in the wing I think he could do that I just think he's like the most like in a Man City team with like amazing amazing players everywhere he still stands out as like one of the best players and I think if you can get someone like that in your team at left back
1: you have to do it the reason why I hadn't gone for Cancelo. in My team was because I was picking three City players, and I picked three City players ahead of him. Okay, so that's why he, that's why I couldn't put him in my team. And then I was thinking about like what I want from a uh, left back in sort of what like what I need. And I've gone for Robertson. Shock, Andy Robertson has Andy Robertson's actually played quite well this year. Okay, and again, again he's creating creating lots of chances down that. Down that left-hand side for Liverpool, um, he got did he get one assist or two assists the last the last game he played I think it was just one, but he hit him and Van Dijk on the left have always been like quite strong and I think Van Dijk's had a really poor start to this year and I think Robertson he's been in the team and then he's been out of the team so he was a little bit injured and he's come back in and I think since he's come back in we've looked much much better as a team and I think he just gives he gives me. What I want in my Liverpool team, like that attacking threat, um, and obviously he's 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 obviously he's great defensively, but he is good defensively, and I don't see any other like left backs doing that. Like my left back, the other left back I was thinking about picking was Zinchenko. Okay. He was the, he was the other one because I think Zinchenko's done a good job with us. I know he's been injured for the last, the last couple of games, hasn't he, for injury? Mm. But he um, he was having a really good start, season and. Most probably here, like, this is why I say it was controversial. This is just the, the only one I just suspect. That's why I've gone with with Robertson. Okay. So
0: Cresswell is in the, like, dangerous passes in the, in that zone that Trippy was in. He's the equivalent on the left-hand side. And he's also it for, like, further back into his own half. I think sometimes the way that West Ham play, he, like, is, like, a little bit further back. So I think that, that makes sense. I think when it comes to, like, him v. Robertson. This is where we can also think about like who they're playing with. Like Robertson's got four assists. Yes. Cresswell hasn't got any. Robertson's got way better players that he's passing to, um, and who are going to probably be able to like do more with what he gives them. Um, yeah. yeah. Robertson's played twelve games. Cresswell fourteen. I I don't think we can do Robertson. Sorry, Hayden. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I can do it. I think it's. That's fine. I think it. I think if you were thinking about Cancelo and the reason he's not in there is because of other City players, I think.
1: Yeah, so Cancelo would have been would have been like the first choice, but I couldn't get him in there because of the other City players.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's do Cancelo, and then if we have to revisit it, then we can do. Um, okay. And then we'll come back to it. Right. Do you want to do your holding midfielder?
1: So my holding midfielder. I've gone for um, Palinio from Fulham. Nice. And he's like, when, when Fulham signed him, I couldn't, but I was like, how, how has Fulham managed to sign Halina from Sporting? Because he is such a good defensive midfielder. And for him to go from like winning the league with Sporting to Champions League, to going to a newly promoted Fulham, it's a bit like, okay, it's a bit of a, bit of a, bit of a strange one um and he's got i'm pretty sure he's got the most successful tackles i think in in the league um he's again like such a solid player i just think he's so, I just think he's so good like he's actually like a wonderful player good passer good tackler strong obviously he's not he's not that quick but he gets himself in the right positions and like, like we said we're about talking about players who play for teams that aren't as great that that Fulham team. I think Fulham will stay up because I think they're good enough to stay up. But um, yeah, he's really, really shone. Sometimes players find it hard when they come over and they play for a a team, a worse team. But I think he's fit, fitting well to the Premier League and he's not looked like out of place.
0: Yeah, for sure. So for me, it was either him, and this is where it's just purely about like, what kind of players do you like in your team? Because for me, it's either him or Bruno Guimaraes as like the, the the two players that do that. Like when when he played against Spurs, and I know he's obviously been great in other games and like his, some of his, uh, like they're not even going to be comparable like his to Palino. I'm guessing, in terms of like touches, forward passes. He's like going to be ahead. Actually, he's only marginally ahead on pass completion. Palino's is pretty impressive in that sense. But like, he's obviously like such a big part of the way that, um, that they try and play is like to play like through him basically. And he gets on the ball so much and he gets shots off and all that sort of stuff. The way against Spurs that he, there was a point where we had Ben Hoiberg, and Basuma all on the pitch and none. He was always free. He just was always in space, always available to receive it, turn, receive it, drop it off receive it like he was really 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 impressive um so yeah for me it was it was either of those two and then maybe there's a question who would you rather in there depending on the other two players we have in midfield but palinio was like when, my sub essentially
1: with um like with bruno as well like i wouldn't even say that he plays like a that proper defensive midfield position for me from what i've seen from newcastle he seems to be like like he does he does and he doesn't because it, it reminds me of like how Sochek was for West Ham where he would be defender, then he'd get into the box, get into those positions. Whereas Bruno's a much better player, but he's like getting on the ball, in and around the box, making those passes. His shot is fantastic. Um But yeah, no, it's a, that's actually a that's actually a really, really tough one.
0: Yeah, okay. Given what you've just said there about like what we want from that position, I think maybe we go Pallina, and then we think shit, maybe Bruno's been so good that he gets into one of the other two midfield spots, yes for me we'll think about that um okay, so palelina Paullina Bruno, and then for me, there's like two two more players that we have to that we have to talk about here that I think probably stand out above others for the midfield. So the, the first one is
1: De Bruyne. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like when I was, when I was like, I, I was doing some like notes to like what well, I could write about De Bruyne. I just went, he just speaks for himself. <laughs> he just, like, what, like, what, he's unreal. Like he could play for any team and just be fantastic. Like I'm, I'm jealous that Liverpool don't have him. Like he just unlocks defences. And if the pass isn't, there and he can be like, you know, what? okay, I can have a, a have an attempt at goal. Like his work rate's fantastic. He never gives up. He, well, you can see his work rate on his face. He goes so red, doesn't he? He's yeah, yeah. From how hard he works. That free kick he scored as well the other week against Leicester was unreal. That was that was beautiful.
0: Yeah. So in um, that, I've, and, I've talked about that passing zone thing. He's the most dangerous passer in like top right and basically like all the middle of the pitch. <laughs> No surprise. Yeah. No surprise. I think what you said there about um, the the free kick, like he's got the like, everyone get the fuck out the way I'm about to win the game
1: when you need him <laughs> yeah. to.
0: But he can also be the like perfect system player because he's so good technically. And he'll like, just like be the kind of ultimate cog in the machine and also can like be the, be the player that makes it happen as well. He, he's just ridiculous. And um, like, I'm not sure about Belgium, but
1: I'm sure about him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. I know what you mean. My, my other midfielder that I went for was James Madison. Okay. He's on my bench. Go on. Um, but if we're, if we're going to... I don't mind moving Bruno up and not having Madison and having Madison on the bench, if okay. that's what we want to do. Um, go on. Go, on. go, I just go, he's, go ahead on he, Madison. He... He's playing so well. Like he, he's he's another one who um, can just he's got that little spark to him to his play. Like the passes he can do, um, he can dictate the play. And I think he's played he's played quite a few times out on the right for um, Leicester this year. And again, like Leicester, obviously they started poorly, um, but he's been sort of the the bright spark in their team and trying to get things going, scoring goals making chances. So that's that's literally why why I picked him just from just from just from him. Like he's just another really solid good player. Yeah, yeah. And, and he also I, I think don't know, like I actually don't no go on, go. On, go on.
0: No, just like that I think that's why he's in the England squad, isn't it? Because like if he can yeah. do what he's doing with Leicester, like if we need something if we need someone to make something happen for England, like he could be someone that can do that. Yeah.
1: I think that and that's that's like that's yeah, perfect way to de- to describe what, what he's gonna because obviously he's not gonna start for England, no. But when you're thinking uh, who can who's gonna come on and can he be able to maybe unlock a defense with like a pass or a run, he's not he's, he's not scared to take players on as well, which is what I like about him, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, you're right, good. So, so I'm Madison happy to have Bruno up, there on. though, if you if yeah, I think it's between those two,
0: okay. So, third player I'm gonna put in is Odegaard. I think Odegaard is, like, I think he is as creative as there is. I don't just mean in terms of, like, making chances. I mean in terms of, like, playing passes, looking one way, playing other way. Like, Thiago's the king of that. But Odegaard for the, like, just, yeah, he'll just do stuff that makes stuff happen all the time. And he'll, like, be in different areas of the pitch the way that Arsenal, when I've seen Arsenal, like the way they'll try and do it is like they'll have him pretty high up, but then he'll also like move to the right and come a little bit deeper, depending on the like phase of the game. Like there's times he'll come short and like build on the right and then they smash it out to the left and Martinelli's got it. Like he can he can do everything that you want a midfielder to do, and he's the captain for the team, top of the league. That's like basically yeah. the
1: case for him, I think. He. He was he was like on he's on my bench. Okay. He's on my bed. And the reason why I actually put him on my bench, I didn't put him in the, the starting lineup, is I think when he was playing like last year more as like a like a proper center mid, I think it really hindered his game. But like now, like what you're saying, I think he plays, he sort of has that freedom to be a little bit more advanced, but more of an attacking mid, especially when Arsenal have the ball and he gets into those good positions, he floats around just behind like Jesus. And like sometimes, obviously, he, he he will drop back and he can play those balls out from from deep. But you 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 know he's going to be there. He gets into the box. Like that's 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 something that you really want from. Like I'm going to say, like more of an attacking midfielder. Like for him, like I think that's like his natural position. And he gets into those good spaces. and He can score goals. He's did he score both goals against Wolves? Yeah, yeah, but that was just one. Yeah, he scored both goals. And it, both of them were for him getting into those into those areas to. To, to score the goals, um, but yeah, no, it's a tough one. I think actually. Yeah, I mean, actually, I
0: did de- yeah. I I think. I think, well, De Bruyne is in, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it has to be.
0: Okay, so, so De Bruyne is really in, is in, so it's between, Urdegaard, Madison, Bruno, just two other names that aren't gonna. They probably won't even make the bench now, but who I thought it was worth mentioning were Ben Tanker. I think he's like in like a position now where he's like kind of accepted he's going to have to do quite a lot if Spurs are going to be any good and he's like pretty happy to do that Um, and then also Rodri for just the like relentless ball circulation like press him doesn't matter leave him alone. If if I could have picked
1: Another city player as well. Rodri was 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 flown about by. We're stuck. We're stuck to three. You could you could put in so many city players because they have amazing talent. Another one actually who I've just thought of now is um, Aston Villa's Ramsey. Yeah, he's, he's, he's had really. He's been, he's been playing really well. He's been playing really really well.
0: Yeah, I think he's he's one that like I watched them against. Um, was it Manu? They played Manu. Yeah, yeah, good.
1: Yeah, three, three, one. Assisted. Yeah, like goal. just
0: does, every, <laughs> does everything. He does, he does everything. I think he's one. He's probably slightly unlucky. I mean, not that this team means anything, and he'll care. But he's slightly unlucky <laughs> to miss out, just because like it, I think like we've got as many great midfielders playing well as like we've had really. And given that there's like so many teams now that are playing with with uh, with three in there, like. There's just it's a it's a pretty deep position, but he gets a he gets an honorable mention, which is really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we should go Palinia de Bruyne and
1: Bruno. I was going to say Bruno. Think about the balance of our team, <laughs> so Erdogan's on the bench,
0: yeah, and yeah. Bruno's in midfield. Okay, great. Um, I think we'll agree on our striker i Wait, think let's do let's do the wingers first because i think there's okay. probably some that i think that's where we'll have the majority of our like discussion um and okay. and then we can go from there because also we've got to think if we're filling out this bench we want attacking
1: options to come in and and change the game so i've so i've gone right wing and i think he has to be in the squad i've gone almirón okay because he's been just so great. And what what also I've noticed when I've been watching him is he's getting that luck. You know that attacker just sometimes just gets that luck. He'll he'll do like a bad touch, but the ball still comes up for him or he'll beat somebody and it, the ball's getting a little bit caught up in his feet, but he just gets it under control. Um, like the, the Southampton game where he scored... He did like a he did a little touch. Uh, he didn't mean that touch. And the defender fell and he got to the ball and then he scored his wonder goal against um, was it Fulham? And when I saw, him, I was like, I was like who, who is this? Like, what's yeah, going man. on? Like, he's he seems like he's really taken what um, Jack uh, Greenish said to heart and he's come out and he's like, nope, uh, <laughs> was it Jack Greenish? Was it? Uh, yeah, Lionel yeah. Silver, whoever said it, one of them two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And I was just he's... like, yeah. And I think for him, it's been great.
0: He he uh I think he was probably everyone like kind of looked at him as the like at some point Newcastle are gonna buy big proper players and he'll be one that kind of loses out and kind of gets phased out. But he he is he's unbelievable. Like his dribbling, his balance, the way that he just kind of like accepts that he's gonna be under pressure and that there's people who are gonna try and like smash into him because he's like kind of like I don't know, he just looks a bit like lanky and skinny, doesn't yeah. he? The shirt's quite baggy <laughs> on him. Like he he deals with all of that. I mean, his the the run he's on at the moment is like frightening. Um it looks like you just can't, yeah, teams just don't really know how to how to deal with him. And I think that's funny because there have been like if you think about the like kind of the there's been players like him before. Do you know what I mean? Like right footers who play On the left, who are good at dribbling and cut inside and, and finish, yeah. And we've also like, he's not new to the Premier League, really. So it's like, we've could, we, everyone could have been getting ready to deal with him, but no one can deal with him.
1: <laughs> I think also, like, it's, I think it's shocked like other, 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 like other teams just how well he's been. But he, he was good when he was playing for um Atlanta in the in the MLS like he was a good player. So when Newcastle signed him I was like he's, he's he's quite good. He he could do do well for them. Um but he never really like got going and I think it's might be a lot down to what Eddie Howe's doing. Just seems they just seem to be so more, more confident like and they're not before there was there was very the very defensive team before and there was just like let's try not to concede and try to win games 1-0 if we can. They didn't really go out to win and they had Alan San-Maximan who everyone was just like, oh, he's unbelievable, Alan San-Maximan, look at him and Amaran went under the radar and this season he's just been he's just been great. I think he started out as like an attacking midfielder for them when he first came in and then I think he went up front in a two for a bit, I think and then he got moved out He's play- is he playing on the right now? He plays on the right. Yeah. I
0: mean this is where it is kind of like he, yeah. he he gets the ball most of the time on the right and he comes in and like he's like creates his chances and he scores the goals from, yeah. from out there. But he's also playing with like like Trippier's up alongside him quite a lot so then he's inside a little bit. Um yeah he's 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 such a f- he's so fun. He's so fun to to watch and like to see him like scampering around. Yeah. Like it is a it is a it's a nice thing to see him to see him play. Um
1: okay, so I had I was he scored one goal last year. He got one goal last year. Yeah, one. He got eight already, right? right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, yeah unbelievable. Yeah. So he was he was on he was like in the mix for me for that like that right side. Um the other two well, I think there's two two players for me are Saka and Foden. I think Saka has had Probably less like, oh my God, did you just see what Saka's just done moments and more like really like just mature, just like steady, do the right thing, make the right decisions constantly over and over again within a game where players are trying to smash him and hack him and like unsettle him. And it just doesn't bother him. It just seems like it doesn't bother him, which I think is like, really, really impressive. There was a stretch where... He's a
1: good good kid, isn't he?
0: Yeah, there was a stretch where Sterling would have it for City, where it felt like every time he got the ball, someone would just foul him. And he would just, like, stand up, smile, and carry on. Like, he wouldn't... It just wouldn't affect him at all. And I feel like Saka's getting to that point where, like, in order for you to stop him, that's basically what you have to do to try and get him out of his rhythm. But he's so good. He's so clean, technically, that, like he will just execute whatever he's going to do and 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 move on?
1: I, I yeah I think Saka is a fantastic player. I, I think he didn't have the best of starts of the season though. In my opinion, mm. I thought he started the season quite slow. Mm. Um and like now I think he's playing like back up to that level that he was at. Um I, I don't know what it was for me and just just from like obviously the Arsenal games that I that I, that I've seen and I've watched him play like the full game. He he just seemed to maybe maybe he was maybe he was just a bit tired you know everyone had a not not a long not a long summer but now like you say he's I think he's playing playing fantastic
0: yeah so um, he he I mean he's he's another one I I don't know whether we'll see him maybe he'll start for England I don't know but the other guy who's like in that mix is Foden there's there's certain stuff that so
1: Foden, Foden starts on my right. So Foden's my right winner. Okay, oh, sorry, right. my left winner. My left winner. My left you had
0: Foden so. on your left, right? Okay, so yes. I think this is probably where someone like Foden, because like he plays in so many different areas for City, I think we can, like, I think it's fine for us to say that he's playing on the left, whereas Saka like pretty consistently plays right. on the right, yeah. doesn't he? Um, so yeah, I, Foden, think I mean, Foden's
1: last couple of games he's played left wing.
0: Yeah. And they do they they vary up a little bit, city, don't they? Because they had that stretch for yeah. a while. Like if you think back to when it was like Sterling and Sané, where it was like left footer on the left, right footer on the right, build up one side, switch it out, go one v one, cut it back. Then they kind of did the opposite, and Sterling went on the left, and you had Mares or like Bernardo Silva on the right coming in left footed. Then Grealish was back on the left, and Foden was on the right, and now they're just like <laughs> just so many options so in the options, many areas. So many options. Um but yeah
1: but like that with, Foden with Foden, Foden. Go ahead, sorry. sorry sorry, yeah. So with Foden, he just he just seems to be getting better every game he plays. And obviously, if you're a City fan, you're, uh, you're 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 just can't believe you've got this this talent. Is he like every game he's getting better, he's maturing, and he seems to have something different every time I see him play, like he can do something that he couldn't do last time. Like, and I think he is, especially this year, he seems much more of a threat in front of goal than he's been in the party, like parties. Sometimes he's like had a shot and he sort of, he might have gone in, but he's like scuffing them. And this, year he seems to be striking the ball so cleanly. And again, he's another player, like we were saying about Saka, who's just not afraid of anyone. Like someone tackles him as well. He's another one, of to just get back up. He just wants to play football. And that's, and again, that's what you want really from your especially from your wingers who are going to get fouled a lot. You just want them to keep getting back up and I'm going to go again. I'm going to get past this player. I'm going to create a chance. I'm going to score a goal. And that's, yeah, that's why he's playing playing for me. And I think he's an automatic starter for England. I don't see how anybody else starts ahead of him.
0: Yeah. I mean, so that's funny what you were saying there about him and his scoring goals. So his XG this year is 3.66 and he scored seven goals. So he's like... Turning okay chances into goals, which is
1: like yeah. pretty pretty impressive um That's, yeah yeah I just think he just seems so such a threat this year I don't know what it is it's just like he just always seems like he's gonna score here it's got a funny feeling that like he's gonna or he's gonna at least cause a problem
0: yeah he yeah. can he can. He can run in behind, he can play on the right and cut in, he can play on the left and like run down the line and cut it back. He can like arrive late in the box. Like that game against Manu, obviously City as a team were incredible. But like some of the stuff he was doing was like just as good as literally anyone in the world at that position. Um I'm glad I'm glad he's um, in. You no, know I missed
1: I missed that first half of that game, by the way. That you know I was very upset. I yeah, I missed that first game. I was um I was at my dad's house. I was sorting out for my dad, and I came back, and I was like, "Oh, what?" they lose. I was on the train coming home, and I was just like, "Why is my phone like popping? Like people are messaging me so much." I was like, "No way!" I've like, yeah, like, missed it. <laughs> yeah, it was
0: it was ridiculous. That that yeah, it was amazing game. Um, I hadn't really, I it, so in this team, I didn't really have anyone who had said like, "Right, they're gonna go on the left." It was for me. It was like Saka, Almiron, and uh, Foden as like three players for two positions. I think. Mm. I think we're we're saying Foden's in to play on the left. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, we think Almiron goes in as the right. Winger. I'm gonna. I'm not
1: gonna back down from Almiron. Yeah. Okay. I'm, not gonna back down. I'm happy <laughs> right. to have Saka on the bench backup. I, I, I can't back down from Almiron.
0: Okay. So, so I'm just moving this around. So I've visually got it. In front of me, so Armor on right, Foden left, which means we've got Saka on the bench. Cool. Um, up front, it's not even a you've got dark, you've gone Darwin Nunes, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I do like Nunes, but you know what? So do I. Don't know why. He's he's a, he's a funny, he's a funny man. He's um, he's great and terrible at the same time, but I like that about him.
0: Yeah, he's he's absolute chaos. Um
1: yeah. I mean, I think... It's well, it Haaland, isn't it? It's Haaland, yeah. There's no... But... <laughs> it's Haaland. But do you reason... know what? Kane... I put Kane's name down as well because Kane's actually had a really good season yeah. so far. He's he's, he's scored a lots, of, lots of goals and I, obviously Haaland's just sort of made it... Like, no one... None of the other strikers are playing that well because he's scoring so many goals. It's like, why is nobody else doing this? Why is no one else on 18 goals? Like, what... <laughs>
0: Yeah, he, he, his XG is 12.8 and he scored 18 goals. Like he, he's just, he's, he's, he's amazing. He is like as complete a striker as there's ever been. And he's 22. And he's in the team with like (laughs) the best creative players. Um, yeah, it's pretty um, It's pretty frightening. I think that, that West Ham game was the, like, warning kind of that that second goal where they, like, lose the Bruyne, the line's too high, and he just, like, go-go like, gadget runs into that space. <laughs> it's just, like, incredible. Um,
1: yeah, Haaland's the striker. And, he's but- the best striker in the league. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's... To be fair, I'd, I'd, Harry Kane, obviously, is a good is a good striker, but I think having Harland come in and just do what he's done has sort of just kind of made us not really realise how good some of the other strikers in the league have been because they have been great, but Haaland, yeah, eight, like, it's crazy, 18 goals. And he's he he missed a game as well. Did he miss a game or two? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple, 12, played, yeah. Uh, the bench, a
0: couple of games that oh, yeah. he hasn't played, yeah. He's played 13
1: games. Yeah, He didn't score... He did score. Did he score against Brentford? No, it was Foden that scored against Brentford, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. he's only not scored what Brentford, Liverpool, and I think that's it because he missed out of game through injury. Yeah, he's a he's amazing. Which is, great, which is great.
0: Yeah, I think I mean, Kane would be like Kane's on the bench in our team, I guess. Yeah, as yeah they're yeah. like br- bring someone on. Um, Kane's. Or or, he, you can, or Darwin Nunes, you know. You could have Nunes on the bench. <laughs> yeah, we can argue. I'd rather have Kane than Nunes. <laughs> but N- Nunes is like the... He's so much fun. Like, he's just chaos. I do really, really like him. Um, I've, the other... I've really enjoyed
1: watching him this year. It has been quite fun. He's been like a, a bright spark in the Liverpool team, just watching Cohen and just do whatever he, whatever he wants.
0: Yeah. He'll, kick the ball out
1: of play the, one time and then somehow manage to dribble past three players. I'm like, what? What? How have you done yeah, that? Yeah, yeah.
0: No, he's, he is fun. I've, just like on Kane, so he's outperforming his XG, XG 10.7, and he's got 12 goals. He's also got 3.4 expected assists, and he's only got one assist, which means that whoever's on the end of his People passes has not really been at it. Um, which well, I you've think. Had, and have those... lots of
1: attacking injuries, haven't you? Because, yeah. Because was out. Son's obviously now out. Richarlison, well, Richarlison, obviously got two goals anyway he wasn't really scoring but it's it's quite difficult when you're chopping and changing those players that you're playing with especially when they're not playing a lot of football like Luke, I really like Lucas I think Lucas is a good player um, but he you can't expect him to come in and just be okay he's going to be playing great straight away Yeah, and I think I felt for Kane in that sort of respect he uh, he's not had the stability with him up top yeah and That's Tottenham true. being a second half team, you don't play in the first half. You only play in the second half. So annoying.
0: <laughs> it is so annoying. Um, but yeah, he, like he, he could still have a like a really really good season, but he's not like he's just not going to do what <laughs> what Harlan's doing, which is fine. Like everyone um, yeah, like, got. Unless Harlan gets
1: injured and misses the rest of the season, Harlan, ha- that salary record's gone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't see how Haaland doesn't break that. Yeah, agreed.
0: Um, okay. So I think we've got a couple of things to iron out for the bench. Um, but the the starting eleven at the moment is Pope, uh, Cancelo, Saliba, it's gay or Anderson, whoever doesn't play is going to be on the bench. Um okay. I guess if we want some cover at centre back. Um, maybe let's go Gay because he's captain. I like having captains. <laughs> so we'll go, oh we'll we'll go, go Gay, gay uh, Trippier, then Palina, and the Bruyne, and Bruno, and then Almiron, Foden, Harland. So three Newcastle three-man City, one Palace, one Arsenal, one Fulham. Is that right? Yes. I can, you can tell
1: that we're not Arsenal fans, isn't it?
0: <laughs> so, okay. So on the bench then, uh, I'm pretty keen to put Raya as our sub-goalie.
1: That's fine. I'm not going to... I won't fight. I won't fight because I, R- okay. Raya's been... I think, I, for me, like... I would, I would have Allison, but I will take my, my Liverpool hat off. Yeah, we'll go right.
0: We'll go right. Good. Good. Um, and then Anderson as a as our cover at centre back. And then I think yeah. we've got uh, well, the in terms of the midfielders, we were still thinking about. We had uh, Rodri, Bentancur, Odegaard, and then. Saka and Kane. That's actually seven players on the bench. Oh
1: yeah, because we don't have a um, we don't have a sub sub wing back.
0: Yeah, we don't. I guess. Yeah, I mean, if Cancelo gets container. injured we're fucked anyway, because we need Saka someone else to get back. injured. Yeah, yeah, we might have to do that. Is there anyone else who you would want in the mix that we haven't put on the bench?
1: Mm. No, I think we've, I think we've, I think we've done well. I'm trying to think if we've, if we have missed anyone. We must probably have missed someone, but I can't think right now. I think he,
0: I think that's not a bad. I think that's not a bad squad. So
1: if, I think that 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 eleven. I wouldn't be surprised if that if everything keeps on going. I'm more Arsenal players would probably in there if they got the team and if they win the league. Yeah, um, yeah. But obviously. You could talk about putting Partey in there because when he doesn't play, they look a little bit shaky, don't they? They lost to United when he didn't play. No, I'm not having Um, him. Not having him.
0: Yeah, Uh, that's why I Uh, did it. So, so we've got cover at centre back with Anderson. Yeah, we don't have any cover at full back. So, but you you said Trippier is quite robust.
1: Ben White could Ben White. I just yeah Ben White if you want to have two you could have Anderson and White on the bench and then we just have to figure out those midfielders because obviously Ben White can play right back
0: okay that is a complete oversight Ben White should be in the squad I think let's put okay would you rather have Rodri or Bentancur on the
1: bench Um, Rodri We've already got our three city players, though, don't we? So let's yeah. go. Ben-Temps. Right. Rodri's
0: out. So we'll ben, ben White's yeah. in for Rodri. Cool. So Anderson, White. And then we've got... Odegaard. And now we've got four Arsenal players. Shit. He's the... the... Salimah, White, Odegaard. Odegaard, Saka. Ah, Saliba. Uh Yeah. I did say in the 11. Didn't really... Maybe we can, like, sort of the rules. <laughs> I think it's fair. Okay, Arsenal, we can make an exception. They're top of the league. They're having a great year. They can, have, they can have four. They can have four.
1: And they, can then... have, they can have uh, three subs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can have three of the subs.
0: Okay, so yeah. So at centre-back cover, we got Anderson. Full-back cover, centre-back cover, we've got Ben White. Anything happens to Palina, then we've got Ben Tanko can come in or Bruno can go into yeah. play a little bit deeper. And then we've got Odegaard. Saka can come on and play across the front three. And if we really want to... Change the game. We just bring Harry Kane on, and we can go we two strikers. We, we can go four to three one. We can do whatever. Hayden, yes. I think that's not bad. Not a bad go. We've done. We've done well. Um, I enjoyed that. Well. It's fun thinking about individual players. I know it's a team game, and that's obviously really important. But I think because I don't play fantasy, because I think fantasies, like I've just, I've, it's just not really for me. It's quite nice to just think about like an individual's contribution to what's going on around them. And with that said, we've still basically ended up with players who are playing for for teams at the top. I guess with the exception of Gaye and uh, and Anderson. But that's okay. Yeah. Palina it's, as well, actually. palina
1: And Palina, But it's always hard to to pick those players unless they're having like a standout year. It's hard to pick them over players who always play well because they're always playing well. So that's like obviously if like let's say if Newcastle weren't doing it as great but Almiron was still scoring these goals he would have been someone who'd be like oh look we've got Almiron in there but obviously Newcastle have been quite solid yeah
0: and, they and, also, like, and also they're doing well because he's scoring goals so it's like one of the, yeah. it's like hard to separate it all but no that's good um, thank you very much for your for your input maybe next year we'll have some more Liverpool players in there
1: yes yes I would have Alisson but I'm being I'm being diplomatic and I'm letting
0: him go yeah thank you for
1: your for your
0: submission on that matter I appreciate it Um, right I think that'll do that that's good